Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. A pilgrimage to St. Anne de Beaupre. St. Anne, mother of the Blessed Virgin Mary, has been venerated from the beginning of the Catholic Church. The veneration of St. Anne spread to all parts of the world. The missionaries who came from Breton, France, to Canada firmly established her devotion in the hearts of the faithful. And the first and principal place of pilgrimage dedicated to the honor of St. Anne in Canada was Beaupre, overlooking the St. Lawrence River. And since that time, millions of pilgrims have visited the shrine. And miracles have taken place up to the present day. How is she, Doctor? No change, Mrs. O'Keefe. May I go into her? No, she's sleeping. You had to give her something? Yes, Jerry. You'll be turning the child into a dope fiend with your medicine. Hush, Mother. It's for the pain. The doctor knows what's best. And his best is not good enough. Mother... Will you go into the next room and let me and Karen talk to the doctor in peace? Very well. It's a sad day when your old mother can't say a word about her own grandchild. Mother will tell you what the doctor tells us, but he's a busy man. How busy he is. Well, good St. Anne ain't too busy. I'm I'm sorry, doctor. Please don't mind my mother. Oh, I don't mind. What's the reference to St. Anne? Mother has one cure for everything. Ask St. Anne for help. Well, the reports came back from the clinic. All positive. Karen. Karen. Doctor, are you telling us she'll never walk? I'm giving you the opinion of the best man in the country, Jerry. Is the pain worse? Well, she says not, but she's trying to hide it. Here, have this prescription filled. I'll look in tomorrow. 
I heard every word. Hopeless, he says. Mother, I don't like what he says any more than you do. Did you ask him if he'd called on the Lord to help? No. I'd better take a walk. Jerry, give me the prescription. Sure, Karen. Here it is. Mother, don't you see how upset she is? For heaven's sake, go easy, won't you? Did I say anything? You tell us the doctor's no good. Indeed, I did not. He's a fine man, but he's done no good. That's not his fault. Jerry, remember how your poor father was dying. I prayed to St. Anne. Mother, I know the story. Father was seriously ill, but he wasn't dying. Little you know. The angel of death was so near he could hear the rustle of the wings. Down on my knees I went and prayed to good St. Anne from midnight until dawn. And when I looked at him, he was sleeping like a little child with a smile, with the, a like smile which... the like of which I'd never seen. Mother, his fever broke during the night and he passed the crisis. Next you'll be telling me St. Anne had nothing to do with it. <sighs> I golly... Mother, if, if I could afford it, I'd put you on a ship and send you back to Ireland to live with Kevin. Oh, no. No, Jerry. Have mercy on me. I'd never reach Ireland alive. Purgatory couldn't be worse than the trip was coming over. With the waters tossing the ship about from one wave to another and the wind wailing like a hundred banshees. Oh, I promised St. Anne that if ever I reached land, I'd never leave it. All right, Mother. But you've got to promise me to be good. Oh, I, I, I promise. No more talk about how little the doctor knows of the power of the Lord. I, I'll ask St. Anne to give him some sense. Oh, Jerry, Karen, where are you? Uh, Karen's out. What is it, Mother? Oh, well, I, I ran as fast as my old legs could carry me, but when I discovered it... What? This. Look. Another religious pamphlet. But one I've never seen. Look on this page. St. Anne de Beaupre. Read it, Jerry. Read it. place was founded... On a miracle. A terrible, terrible storm on the St. Lawrence River. The fierce waters washing the decks and the ship on its way to the bottom. Then one of the sailors got an idea. It's a wonder to me he didn't think of it sooner. And he prays to St. Anne to save them. They all pray. And they promise her... If they ever reach shore alive, they'll build a chapel the like of which has never been seen. Yes, yes, I can read it. Lo and behold, the wind dies down, and the river became as calm as an Irish lake. And they were at a place about 20 miles from Quebec. Is this a picture of the church they built? Oh, no, no, no. When they got ashore, they erected a little shrine in the saint's honor. That was the start. The bishop of Quebec built a church, but it burned down. And then he built another. This one. Oh, Jerry... Miracles started happening, even while the church was being built. All right. What's this all about? Someone has to go to Beaupre and pray St. Anne to help. Uh, Mother, I know it's no use trying, but I'm telling you, the day of miracles is over. Oh, no. No, it isn't, Jerry. Not for them what has the faith. Mother, will will you go to your room and let me alone? With all I've got on my mind... Now you come in with the crazy notion I should go to Canada and ask a saint in whom I have no faith to cure my child. You're right, Jerry. You shouldn't go. Scant heed she'd pay to a heathen like you. I'm not a heathen, Mother. So I'll go myself. And just what would you use for money? Oh, it wouldn't take much, my boss. No matter how little, it would be too much. I've that bit of money I saved for my burial. You'll take care of the fare coming and going. That's reading. 
Oh, I'd be fast. Oh, forget it, Mother. You're not going. Oh, how like your father you are. God rest his soul. Too stubborn and proud to ask help of man or God. A man's a right to his pride. And what did it get your father? Outside of a quick, clean death in the Easter uprising from another nation too proud to give in? The strutting cock of the walk pride. That's been the trouble since the world began. Jerry, listen to your old mother. One sip of faith is worth a belly full of pride. Mother, my, my, my head's bursting from worry and... And, and you're arguing. Now, you're not going. I'm not going. Karen's not going. No one's going. Then I'll argue no more. I'm going to bed. How is the little one, Jerry? The same, Mother. The same. No change. Father, are you there? Why don't you answer, Mother? She's not here. Karen! What is it? Mother's not here. What? Look out the window. She may have gone to the store. Uh, no, no, wait. Wait, here's a note. Oh, Saint Anne de Beaupre. She's taken a bus to Canada. L look up the number of the bus terminal, quick. Well, uh, when did the bus leave for Quebec? Two hours ago. Uh, what's the first stop? Thank you. Uh, operator, get me the bus terminal in New Haven. Please hurry, it's urgent. Karen, there's a 15-minute stop in New Haven. Let's hope I can get her to the phone. Uh, hello? Uh, it's very important I get in touch with a Mrs. Honora O'Keefe. She's on the bus for Quebec that left New York at 6 this morning. Will you please find her and tell her to call home? She's a woman of 70, dressed in black, and speaks with an Irish brogue. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. Hello? Yes, this is Jerry O'Keefe. Uh, hello, Mr. O'Keefe. This is Father LaRue. I'm calling for your mother. Has anything happened to her? No, no, no. Put your mind at ease. She got your message but was afraid to call, thinking you'd ask her to come back. Well, that's just why I called. Father, will you put her on the return bus? Well, I'm afraid that would be a mistake. But, Father, she's an old woman. She's never been any place before. Oh, no, and... don't you worry about her. We'll take care of her and see that she gets back safely. She's a woman with a simple, unwavering faith in St. Anne, so... Let her go to the shrine. Father, I'm thinking ahead of what'll happen if she makes the trip and it does no good. It'll be a terrible blow. Yes, but how's she going to feel if she starts and has to turn back? <sighs> Will you tell Mother I want to speak to her? Oh, yes, she's right here. Your son wants to talk to you. Wait just a minute. She'll speak with you, she says, but only if you'll not tell her to come back. Father... Are you sure she'll be all right? Can she stand the trip? I don't think she has much money, and she'll starve herself in order to get where she's going. I'll take personal charge of her. She'll want for nothing. All right. Put her on, then. Father, thank you. Hello, Jerry. I see you. you found my note. Yes, Mother. Karen sends her love to you, and so do I. Oh, 
You're not angry with me, Jerry. No, Mother. I was worried, that's all. Now, you get back on the bus and go to St. Anne's. Oh, they're calling it now. I'll have to hang up. Uh, How's the little one, Jerry? Resting well this morning. Goodbye. Everyone's getting on the bus. Goodbye. And God bless your mother. Mrs. O'Keefe, I'm Ellen Fraser. It's a great pleasure to meet you, Ellen. Thank you. I hate to eat alone. I... I wish you'd share this box lunch with me. Oh, no, no, no. I couldn't think of eating your food, but thank you just the same. Well, at least take a cracker, just as a token of breaking bread together. Well, just a cracker. Here you are. And I'll put a bit of cheese on it. (coughs) What's the trouble, dear? Do you have a cold? Mm, It's the dry crackers in my throat. I'll have to pour some tea. Now, where in the world will you get tea on a bus? Right here. I made a big thermos. Nice, hot English breakfast tea. Hmm? Oh, oh, you don't say. It's my favorite. I have it every morning at home. Well, it just hold this paper cup for me, will you? Oh, of course. Well, what a smart young lady you are to think of bringing that thermos with you. I'd like you to taste it for me. It's a special kind of tea. Huh? Oh, it's good. <laughs> oh, look at that, will you? Oh, what's the matter? Look at the lunch my sister packed for me. Enough to feed six people. It'll go to waste, most of it. Oh, that's a shame. And I don't like stale sandwiches. Would you mind helping me eat a sandwich or so, Mrs. O'Keefe? Well, maybe just a half of one of those. Just to keep you company. It's strawberry jam. Oh, which there's nothing better with tea. Oh, thank you, dear. Well, then take the other half. I'm not allowed to eat sweets, doctor's orders. <laughs> I'm glad you like the tea. Oh, it's grand. Well, then take a little more. Uh, well, a bit. Just enough to hot it up. Miss Fraser? Yes. She's fast asleep. You were right, Father. After one nibble, she couldn't resist. Uh, now, um, how good are you as a pickpocket? What? I wouldn't know. I've never tried it. Well, now, here's ten dollars. See if you can slip it into a pocketbook while she's sleeping. No matter how often I count my money, it's the same. I've got more than I started with. Well, you most likely misread a $10 bill as a one. That's happened to me. Really? Still, I can't understand it. Oh, Ellen, I've got a fearful thought in my head. Well, what is it? St. Anne herself may have changed that $1 bill into a 10. Not that I asked her. Oh, heaven knows the last thing I'd ask her for was money, but then I... I did catch myself thinking how nice it would be to have a little extra so I could buy a few flowers to offer her. No doubt she heard the thought. Well, don't think about it anymore. You should be thinking of what you'll beg of St. Anne. We'll be at Beaupray in another hour.
You have all read your guidebooks, and I'm sure you're familiar with the history of St. Anne de Beaupre. The Wax Museum depicts 12 of the important events in connection with the Basilica. There's no conducted tour, and each person's on his own. There's a special stair for those who can't approach the shrine on their knees. No one's permitted to walk up the stairs used by those who go on their knees. Now first, we'll go the way of the cross, and then you're on your own. We adore thee, O Christ, and we bless thee. Because by thy holy cross thou hast redeemed the world. Consider how Jesus, after having been scourged and crowned with thorns, was unjustly condemned by Pilate to die on the cross. My Lord, O Jesus, it was not Pilate. No, it was my sin that condemned thee to die. Consider the meeting of the son and the mother which took place on this journey. Most loving Jesus, by the sorrow that thou didst experience in this meeting, grant me the grace of a truly devoted love for thy most holy mother. Consider how thy Jesus, after three hours' agony on the cross, consumed at length with anguish, abandons himself to the weight of his body, bows his head, and dies. My death is my hope. By the merits of thy death, give me grace to die, burning with love for thee. O Christ, and we bless thee, because by thy holy cross thou hast redeemed the world. Consider how the disciples carried the body of Jesus to bury it, accompanied by his holy mother, who arranged it in the sepulchre with her own hands. They then closed the tomb, and all withdrew. But thou didst rise again the third day. By thy resurrection, make me rise glorious with thee at the last day. Mrs. O'Keefe, don't you think you should take the other stairs? There must be 30 steps here. It's too much for you. Look how the rocks are worn down. But it's too much for you. Ellen, dear between scrubbing floors and praying to the Holy Mother. The better part of my life's been spent on my knees, and they're tougher than the rock. As for my heart, it's not going to give out this day or the next. Let us pray. O God, who didst vouchsafe to endow blessed Anne with grace, so that she might be worthy to become the mother of her who brought forth thine only begotten son, mercifully grant that we who devoutly venerate her memory may also be helped by her powerful intercession. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Christ, hear us. Mrs. O'Keefe, are you all right? It's not I who stopped. A poor man up ahead has stopped for a bit of a rest. Only ten more steps. Oh, look at her up there. 
holding the Blessed Virgin in her arms and smiling down, as if we all, too, were her children. The line's moving. St. Anne, Mother of Mary. St. Anne, instrument of the Holy Ghost. We sinners beseech thee, hear us. Glorious St. Anne, filled with compassion for those who invoke thee and with love for those who suffer, heavily laden with the weight of our troubles, we cast ourselves at thy feet and humbly beg of thee to take the present affairs which we commend to thee under thy special protection. Above all, obtain for us the grace of one day beholding our God face to face and with thee and Mary and all the saints, praising and blessing him for all eternity. Amen. O Holy Mother St. Anne, so rich in graces, thou wilt never leave unheard the pleadings and tears of a mother who invokes thee for a wayward child. Lo, thou knowest my grief, the anguish of my heart. Look down with thy maternal eyes upon this poor erring child and bring her back upon the way of salvation that she may again serve God faithfully and thus obtain eternal happiness through Christ our Lord. Amen. Mrs. O'Keefe, have you made your request? No, I'll wait. I must speak to her in private. But it will be hours before you're alone with her. I shall wait. Glorious St. Anne, filled with love for those who suffer. We grandmothers know the pain that piles on pain when a grandchild suffers. Christ's pain was heaped upon Mary and hers upon yours. Give now to me and to the parents of this child and to the child that was beyond your power when your grandchild had to suffer at the hands of proud and stubborn men. St. Anne, mother of the mother of Christ, I beg of you to take this child under your special protection that she may one day behold her God face to face. Jerry, Karen. Mother. Oh, Jerry, this is Father LaRue. I brought her back to you, Jerry, safe and sound. The little one, how is... Jerry, what is it? Is there anything wrong? She... She died, Mother. The priest left but an hour ago. Dead? Child's dead? Oh, St. Anne, mother of Mary. How can it be? Mother, mother, don't. Mrs. O'Keefe, don't feel St. Anne has forsaken you. Oh, father. Father, how can such a thing happen? It was God's will the child come to him at this time. Mother... Her death was peaceful. The pain left her. Her eyes were clear and bright. 
she asked for you. We told her you'd gone to St. Anne to pray for her. She smiled. She asked us to say goodbye for her. Then she went quietly to sleep, holding the little statue of St. Anne. She was happy, Mother. She was at peace. She's gone to her real and everlasting home, into everlasting life. Her spirit has returned to God who gave it. She'll see God before any of us. I prayed that St. Anne would permit the child to behold God. And now she's with him. What greater blessing can one person ask for another? St. Anne, forgive an old woman for questioning the ways of those who live in heaven. Mother, go to Karen. Comfort her. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.